Hey everybody, this is Sophia and I'm glad to be back. Uh, This is a good episode. I kind of went on a bit of a rant, but I want to talk about what's been going on in America for the last month. It's been simply unbelievable and we need to talk about it and we need to talk about it now. Tune in, give me your feedback. You can leave comments. You can hit me on social media. Um, We're going to be talking about this for a while through the midterms and beyond, but uh, please take a listen and I uh, really appreciate you all for sticking with us through our third season. We're going to go into our fourth season this fall. And I'm really excited about all that we're doing here at the One America Podcast. Don't forget to pre-order your copy of my fourth book, Be the One You Need. Hit stores in about two and a half, three weeks. I'm excited. It's a book we all need. These are tough times. These are turbulent times. We need a book about self-care, deep, meaningful, deep self-care. The kind that really changes our lives and makes us happier and more fulfilled. Tune in. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Greetings, everybody. This is your host, Sophia Nelson, and it has been a minute since I have recorded here on the One America podcast. To be candid, it's been difficult. There is so much going on in our great America right now that I honestly and this is hard for me, I've been at a loss about what to talk about, how to talk about it, how to work through it. We are so divided right now. I mean, if we're honest, we're really divided. We're not just divided by race and by gender and by religion. We're divided on what is truth and what is not. And there have to be some things in this life that are absolutes. All of us has to have certain core things that we know to be true. For example, we know that when we wake up in the morning, the sun comes up and that's daytime. We know that when we go to bed in the evening and at night, that's nighttime. We know that uh, we have our birthday on the same day every year. We know that we have our wedding anniversary on the same day every year. We know that we park our car in the same parking lot at work every day, or we take the train, or we commute by airplane, or however we do it. There are certain things that we count on to be true. And the great battle of our time here in the United States, the great battle for democracy is truth. Now, you can say, well, Sophia, you know, you and I don't agree on what's true. Well, that's a problem. Let's start and work our way backwards, shall we? Let's just go through the past 30 days of life in America. I'm going to work my way backwards. So on uh, this Thursday, you saw, I saw 20 million Americans watched, and I'm sure millions uh, around the globe did, the January 6th committee hearings, the select committee on the events of January 6th at the insurrection, the riot, the attack on the Capitol took place. 20 million viewers. That's a lot of people. That's huge. And one of the great tragedies for me as someone who's been in Washington now well over 35 years, who has been coming here since I was in high school and was an intern, who loves her country, who loves 
people on the other side that I don't always agree with and people who don't agree with me, who's had those people in my home, I've been in their homes. I'm old enough to remember an America where George Herbert Walker Bush could go to an NAACP meeting and be welcomed warmly. I remember America where George W. Bush, a very conservative Republican president, was the last president to sign the Voting Rights Reauthorization Act. Not even a hesitation that Republicans would support that. Of course they would. They're the party that gave black people voting rights under President Lincoln. Well, I kind of got that wrong. They ended slavery. Of course, the right to vote came later um, and through the Reconstruction era. But you get my point. It certainly originated with President Lincoln demanding with the emancipation and then with legislation, the 13th Amendment to free the slaves. And so nothing that we used to know to be true makes sense anymore. We have one network that is completely devoted to misinformation, disinformation. And this is, I'm sorry, folks, you just got to call a thing a thing. You know, when a major network, in fact, the major network on cable, you all know who I'm talking about, refuses to show hearings of the United States Congress and, and show them unfettered, just let the people make up their minds. We, the people, are not stupid. We, the people, know how to read and think. At least I hope so. And, and then you have two hours of, of opinion commentary from two very biased people who, one of whom was mentioned in the hearings for texting on January 6th saying that the president had lost his mind and they needed to maybe look at the 25th Amendment. I mean, what is wrong here? This is not the America I know. And I'm worried. Let's back up further. Let's back up further. At the hearings, you saw damning video. You saw officer, the female officer, uh, who was brave, who gave us a vivid and harrowing view of how horrible that day truly was. As she talked about slipping in the blood of her fellow officers, I was aghast. I worked on Capitol Hill. I walked through that rotunda. I've been in the Speaker's office. I've been in the Majority Leader's office. I've been in the well of the House and of the Senate. It's a revered, hollowed place. They defecated there. They smeared blood. They broke things. They chanted something like out of... The Shining, as they roamed the halls looking for Nancy Pelosi to do her harm. They wanted to hang the vice president of the United States. This was all incited by the 45th president of the United States. Folks, if you're on that type of social media and if you're hanging out with those types, you're, you're doing the wrong thing. And you know it in your gut. They're feeding your worst instincts. They're telling you what to hate and what to be angry about. They're manipulating you. They're deceiving you from making up your own mind. Don't be afraid to watch MSNBC or CNN or, or any other network. Don't be afraid to watch Fox. I do it routinely because I want to know what's being said on all of the networks, not just the one I may happen to agree with more. That's not how you grow. That's not how you expand. That's not how you build bridges. That's not how you make and keep America great, folks. Donald J. Trump should be indicted for seditious conspiracy, criminal conspiracy, 
inciting riot. I can think of a whole bunch of crimes I would charge him with were I attorney general, but I am not. This isn't because I dislike him. I've disliked that man long before he became president because he's not a moral man. He's not an honest man. He's a godless man. He's a soulless man. He's a troublemaker. He's a racist. He's a bigot. He's, he's, he's not very bright. He must laugh every day at the things that he gets away with and that people give him money. Good, hardworking Americans who haven't caught a break in life. Good, hardworking Americans who they're looking for something. They're nostalgic for an America that no longer exists. I'm nostalgic for that America too, folks. But not the parts that don't include me as a woman or the parts that don't include me as a person or three-fifths of a person. I'm nostalgic for the America where people were more civil. I'm nostalgic for the America where people were kind to their neighbors and everybody put their flag out on Memorial Day and on the 4th of July. I'm nostalgic for a world where we didn't have these damn devices running our lives, running our relationships, running our marriages, running our dating, running our kids, running everything and ruining us. I'm nostalgic for an America where we would have block parties and we would have barbecues and cookouts and we'd invite everybody and the kids played and we had sparklers and the parents sat down. I remember my 16th birthday party like it was yesterday. You know, I was blessed. My parents and my friend's parents were in one room having adult beverages and food and we had a DJ and we had some refreshments and and some food, and we had a wonderful party, no one got shot, no one uh, was molested there, no one was abused there, kids dancing, respectful young men with young ladies, different world, and I'm not old, yes, I'm nostalgic for that America too, but we're not that America anymore, so let's back up further, before we got to January 6th, we had a horror of hell rained down in Buffalo on 10 black citizens who were murdered by a white supremacist, 18-year-old kid, y'all, 18-year-old filled with this kind of hatred and venom, writing on his rifle, here's your reparations, as he videotaped himself slaughtering 80-year-old black women who are church mothers who feed homeless people. And if that wasn't damning enough and horrible enough and traumatic enough for that community and those good citizens that lost their life, a dad going to pick up a cake for his three-year-old never came home for the birthday. Grandmothers, church mothers, a retired military man, policeman who was a security guard. He fired at the guy, but the guy had on body armor and he couldn't penetrate it. And then he killed him. And if that wasn't bad enough... Within 10 days, the unthinkable happened again in America. I covered Sandy Hook. I was covering the White House when President Obama was there. And when we all heard that horrific news, I still to this day don't think America dealt with that. And I'm certain that we didn't because it has happened again. 19 babies and two teachers murdered while 20 cops, good guys with guns. You know what you guys can do with that theory, right? I'll get back to that. <clears throat> 20 cops, 40 minutes in the school in the hallway, let 19 kids and two teachers be slaughtered. Listen to the testimony of the pediatrician who tried to save lives as they were coming into the hospital in San Antonio and otherwise. 
Their bodies ripped apart. One little girl could only be identified by her green sneakers. If you follow me on social media, you saw that I had that as my avi for a while. Decapitated children. That's where we are. And and the sick and craven elected officials sit around and talk about shooting at prairie dogs. And we need AR-15s and we don't need to raise the minimum age. We don't need to do background checks. We don't need an assault weapons ban because we got to worship the damn guns. Let me tell you what, as a gun owner who believes in the Second Amendment and who would defend the right to keep and bear arms. But there's another part to that amendment that you don't like to talk about. And it says a well-regulated militia. We don't have militias anymore, folks, because we have a Department of Defense. We have an Army, a Navy, an Air Force, Marines. There was no Department of Defense back then. Every boy had to have a musket and his dad of a certain age because if there was trouble, if there was a need, you were called up to serve in the militia. A well-regulated militia means, translation, 21st century, You can keep your guns. You have a right to keep your guns. You have a right to hunt. You have a right to defend your home and your family. Absolutely. But damn it, that doesn't mean you can have any gun. Go read the Heller case, the Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia, arguably the most conservative jurist in the last 100 years. Brilliant man. Said you don't have a right to every gun. It's not absolute. So why are we arguing about these things? When babies lay dead in coffins with Superman and dinosaurs buried next to each other. A husband so grief-stricken that he literally dropped dead from a heart attack as he knelt at the crosses made when his wife was one of the murdered teachers. Went home, sat down, and had a massive heart attack and died. It's called cardiomyopathy. It's literally broken heart syndrome. A broken heart will kill you, but that's another podcast for another day. Not on this station. I want to park here for a moment. We're losing America, folks. We're losing. We're losing to fascism and authoritarianism. January 6th was an attempted coup. And if you don't want to see it, damn it, you want to be blind. Go ask Germany how that worked out with Hitler. Nobody listened to Winston Churchill. Nobody listened at Munich. Chamberlain capitulated, was weak, didn't know what the hell he was doing. He wanted to be an appeaser. You don't appease evil. You don't sit down at the table with evil. You don't eat dinner with evil. You don't negotiate with people that kill your children and murder them at school. You don't negotiate with people that don't believe you have a right to your own body and to make the own choices over your own body. Some of you really are hypocrites. You want to bitch and complain about wearing a mask and not taking a vaccine. Okay, good. But you want to tell a woman that she doesn't have a right over her own womb. Really? And I'm pro-life. And I don't agree with abortion. I agree with it in exceptions. But as a true libertarian, as a true Republican in the Republican form of government of which this country was founded, freedom and liberty... God-given, unalienable rights. I don't get to tell another woman what to do with her body. I only get to tell me what to do with my body. Period. Full stop. We're at war. We're in a war of words. And the war's turned hot. We're offended. We're angry. We're pissed off. And then we want vengeance. And then we want consequences. And we want to destroy. We want to twist. We want to demean. 
want to take people out. We don't call people in. We want to cancel them and call them out. We're angry. We're pissed off. We're isolated. This isn't working. But there is a way forward. There is a way forward. America has always come through the worst of the worst. If we can survive the Civil War and keep this union intact, and it was not easy, and it split off into Dixiecrats and Jim Crow and 100 years of segregation, and and then we started the Civil Rights era. Folks, that's in my lifetime. I was born in the late 1960s. The year I was born, Thurgood Marshall was being named the first black Supreme Court justice right around this time. As we get ready to watch the first black female Supreme Court justice take her seat. We're making great strides, but we're falling backwards out of fear and deception and anger and lies and manipulation. And I say this to people in my own family. The people that you're listening to on these crazy stations and the people that you're listening to on radio... And the people who are telling you what to be afraid of and what to hate and who to hate and socialism's coming and and, and communism's coming and the Chinese are bad and the Russians are bad. The Russians are bad. Let's agree on that one. But they they make you deal in fear. And I'm going to tell you what, if you sit around all day watching crazy news and angry news and pissed off news and who to hate and who's bad and who's my enemy, it will literally drive you crazy. It will literally destroy you as a person. It will depress you. It will frighten you. It will mess you up. That is not how you want to live. That is not America. That's not freedom. That's not liberty. That's brainwashing. And these very people, Hannity, Carlson, all of them, they're rich. They're all multimillionaires with their books and their wares and what they traffic in. As they go and live up in the Hamptons and have a great life and send their kids to private schools, you're buying into their bullshit. It needs to stop. I'm just at that age where I'm going to call a thing a thing because I don't care. This is not the America I grew up in and the one I love. But there is a way forward. And that way forward is what you see right now happening with Liz Cheney of Wyoming and Benny Thompson of Mississippi and the good people on that select committee. Lorraine Loria here. Uh, uh, Loria. I don't remember her first name, but Congresswoman Loria. She is down... um, in Virginia, in one of our districts where she's going to have a real tight re-election. And being on this committee might be the tipping point that causes her to lose. But I appreciate that she's willing to serve anyway. Same with Liz. Same with all of them. Patriotism is Margaret Chase Smith standing up against Joe McCarthy. And, and giving her declaration of conscience. And not being able to... Not being afraid to call things out for what they are. Damn the consequences. That's what's going to save America. That's what always has saved America. Go watch the new uh, limited series on the History Channel about Teddy Roosevelt. I loved it. I'm going to watch it again and again and again. He's one of my favorite presidents. Rough Rider. Um, Man of sorrows. Man of woes. Yes, privileged at birth, but he went through a lot. Lost a lot. Lost his wife and his mother on the same day. Wife had just given birth to his baby daughter. He wanted to die. Didn't want to live. Went out and did everything he could to get himself killed. But he did live because God had a plan. And he became one of the best presidents this nation has ever had. Folks, it's being in the arena. It's being in the public square. It's having the courage to go against the grain. It's having the courage to stand up for what is right, even though it may cost you everything. That's the American story. 
We are not this hateful, nasty, callous, cold country that doesn't give a damn when babies are decapitated. That can't be who we are. That's something that happens over in the Middle East or some barbaric third world culture that that, that still believes that 50-year-old men should should be able to marry three-year-old little girls. Yes, that's happening in the 21st century. A lot. We got problems. And we need serious people. And we're going to need a remnant, a new generation of Americans to step up and run for office. And to do what is right, to say what is right, and to walk out what is right. And we all know what is right. Stop the bullshit gaslighting of we don't know what's right and wrong. We don't know what's good or bad. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. America, we have a problem. But there is a way forward. And it's the truth that's going to set us free. It's the light that's going to call us back in. It's community. It's family. It's faith. It's common sense gun regulations, says the gun owner here who has a lot of guns and believes in that Second Amendment. But I don't need an AR-15. And any 18-year-old that is able to buy one, there ought to be red flag laws. There ought to be something that says, why did that kid have 1,600 rounds of ammo? How does an 18-year-old who's broke and lives with his grandparents afford a $2,000 gun? You kidding me? Come on, man. We got to be better than this. I don't know. I'm ranting today because I want you to know why I've been quiet. Because I've been kind of mad. I'm kind of disgusted. Kind of appalled. But I'm not going to give up on America. And I'm not going to give up on the best of who we are and the good people that I know. I know really good Republicans. I know that might be hard to believe, but there are some. They got to stand up. They got to find their backbone. They got to they got to have courage to do what's right. I know really good Democrats. People that I may not agree with on 50% of things, but they're good people. They love God, they love their country, they love their families. They're good just like you and me. And there's a way for us to work with each other to save this republic and to save it from the lies and the disinformation and the anger and the white supremacy and all the other crap. That has been going on since time immortal. It's just in our faces now because we have devices and we can see it. The Proud Boys, all of them. Bunch of punks, fearful little cowards who are running from the inevitable. Demographic changes. A more diverse America. A changing USA. It's inevitable. They can continue to do what they do, but they're not going to roll it back. So maybe you ought to try building bridges and being a good neighbor and being a good person and just rolling with it and live your best life and be happy and have joy and and hug on your kids because you still have kids. And those good people in Uvalde and the people at Sandy Hook and the parents at Parkland and on and on and on don't have theirs. No family should lose their child at high school or at kindergarten or in the third, fourth, fifth grade. It just shouldn't happen. My heart is broken. I I haven't been right since those kids got shot up like that. It's, um, shot his grandmother in the face first, man. That's evil. He's evil. He's dead. He went to hell, I hope. And I mean that. Um, because he deserved it. You, you murder babies. You're nothing. You're, you're, you're beyond. You're not even human. And. I just want to know where the spine is for people like Mitch McConnell and John Thune, who's talking about shooting prairie dogs and Mitt Romney and Susan Collins and and all of those people who 
used to have common sense. They voted for voting rights. They they didn't meddle in things like a woman's right to choose. They didn't try to uh, cover up a massive coup d'etat attempt. Uh, Go back and listen to Mitch McConnell's speech after he voted to acquit Donald Trump in the second impeachment. Go listen to it as his wife was in the cabinet and resigned like Betsy DeVos. And good for Betsy. I know Betsy. The DeVos family is very wealthy Republican family, Amway founders, um, good people, and good for Betsy. I, I never thought I'd say that, but I'm glad that she's talking about what went on that day. People knew that Donald Trump had lost his damn mind. And yet millions of you still follow the guy, like the guy, think the guy's some type of freaking, I don't know what you think he is, but he's no good. He's foul. He's wicked. And we do not need him to ever, ever be president of these United States again. That's it. I'm done. Rant over. I'm going to come back later. The book is about to launch. Book number four. We are so excited. Wow. Am I humbled for all that's going to go on in the next month. And you're going to see a lot of me. You're going to hear a lot of me. Um, It's been a tough journey back from all of that horror that happened at Christopher Newport University last fall. But I've got some amazing friends and um, sorority sisters. Alpha Kappa Alpha, I love you. I love you. I will love you till my dying day and beyond. Um, I got some good friends. I have some great friends in the LGBTQ plus community who have come to my rescue and who are going to do some things to make sure that everybody knows that this girl is nothing like the lie that was told about me and the smear hit job that was put on me by people who don't know how to talk, don't know how to dialogue, don't know how to be respectful, don't know how to have a civil, courageous conversation. Instead, they want to attack, destroy, and demean. Well, like they like to say, there are consequences for that. And so I, um, I'm thankful. I'm, I'm a blessed woman. But you get out what you put in. And I have good friends. I have an amazing row. And it has showed up for me and sustained me through a very, very hard time. You have no idea. I'll talk about some of it um, when I'm on television talking about the book, etc. Because I actually have a life lesson in there. I was so impacted by what happened that I actually had them hold the book production last fall. And I added in a life lesson about what happens when we cancel people instead of talking. And I think y'all are going to appreciate it. It's life lesson lesson number 16 um, out of the 21. So I look forward to you reading a pre-order so that you get it uh, on time. DMV, I'm going to be at Politics and Prose on June 29th at uh, 7 to 8.30 p.m. I have some special guests dropping by. We don't want to put their names out there just yet. Uh, we're going to do some really fun stuff. C-SPAN will be there. Um, and um, then there's a private book party afterwards uh, given by some of my friends. I'm humbled by that. But um, there will be a big signing at Tyson's Corner to Virginia. I always do one. But it's summer. And, you know, we got to give it some time. So we'll get that done, I promise. And uh, I am uh, starting actually touring the country literally uh, this week. I'm in New Orleans first. And uh, then I go to Florida, and uh, then I come back here uh, for the official launch in the DMV area, and then I go back out again. So uh, you'll see a lot of me. I'm humbled. I'm excited. Thank you so much, and and, uh, thank you for indulging my pissed-off rant today about what's broken in America. But I'm still an optimist that we can fix it. I am. I believe we can. 
And I believe we will. But good people are going to have to stand up and stop hiding and stop not caring and start confronting people when they lie in your family or not. When they watch wacky stuff, don't sit there and just take it. Push back. If you love people, you don't want them hurt. You don't want them lied to. You don't want them manipulated. Don't shrink. Speak up. Okay, ran over. I love you guys. God bless America. God bless our troops. And God bless our commander in chief. Take care now.